0: Medicare plans, insurance solutions, and resource agency. We have a variety of plans and products that fit your needs, benefit requirements, and budget. With many low or no-cost premium plans, zero co-pays, and much more. Our licensed benefits advisors' priority is your health and well-being. Call us today and book your no-obligation consultation. 1-929-367-5269. Hey, 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 it's Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, M.D. You know me, the celebrity doc. And I am here with my show host, Hisham Elamanti, Hurricane H. And you are here on Chatters That Matter. Let's talk about it. We're here to educate you, entertain you, and inform you. And we're here at the holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa's coming, all of that is just a wonderful time of the the year. And even if you don't have a a holiday that you're plugged into, just celebrate the day. This is, however, a difficult time of the year for a lot of people. And a lot of people are under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And we've seen this evidenced recently by a string of celebrity deaths. Uh, recently, we lost a Stephanie Twitch boss, who was the, not the co-host. What was it? What was his actual position with the Ellen show? Uh, he was, he was kind a D- of- DJ, sort of, I think. Yeah, he wasn't, he, he started out as a dancer. Yeah, And yeah. a DJ for the show, and he really became her, her sidekick. He was kind of like her show host, kind of like the relationship that you and I have. <laughs> hey. Uh, so uh, they had a, a very close relationship and it was a very positive relationship. You know, he was a very positive uh, man. He had a family, his career was was soaring and then boom, we're all mourning his death and uh, he took took his own life. Then maybe two weeks back, maybe a few, uh, a couple more than that, we re- recently thought we lost one of the Jonas Brothers. As it turns out, that one was a celebrity hoax death. And there have been another, a, a number of, of these celebrity hoax deaths. Um, recently, the uh, the gentleman that played in the Game of Thrones, uh, they said that he had, died as well. And that also was a hoax. So something's going on in the cosmos right now. Uh, You know, we've got people that are anxious, and they're depressed, and they're self harming, they're self destructing. And then we've got other people who seem to think that's kind of funny. And it's something to joke about. Uh, so eh, things aren't right in Dodge, I would say.
1: No, I, I would agree. And, and and it's, 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 it's sad to hear first of all, any news when someone takes their life. And uh, I mean, ultimately, you know, you mentioned the hoax, you mentioned the real, you know, suicide cases. And you, you mentioned also people who have like overdoses. Right. And and I think these three categories right here are, are just something that we all uh, need more awareness about. And, 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 and there's, a need for help because everybody is going about their life day to day and unfortunately nobody knows what's in what's going on within you and within your yeah. you know direct circle and immediate you know life and people judge and people decide on you they they whatever they just they just have their own perspective and they they see you for what what they think you are and and how you are and what you are and uh, no one understands the struggles that someone is going through. As a matter of fact, you mentioned about you know Twitch uh, as you know uh, 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 the most recent you know sad you know uh, suicide. Uh, again, he was lovely. I've, I've watched his you know in the movie. I've, I've seen him in action. I mean, he was just vibrant, li- alive. Right? You would never mm-hmm. think that someone like him would even consider such such a thing. And then you 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 and he think-
0: had young children too. He had a wife and, and young children. I,
1: that's right, I and mean, it's, it's
0: the holidays. You know, and it's like,
1: it, well, that's the thing. Like you know, a,
0: a, people, <laughs> a booming career, you know, a, a a beautiful wife, these lovely young children. It's yeah. the holidays. It's supposed to be a merry time of the year, and you know, he's got a great show. What went wrong? You know, what well, went wrong? And and why couldn't he? reach out. I think that that is probably one of the biggest things that I want to uh, address. Uh, You know, we're talking about mental health, and, you know, mental health applies to everybody, but I really would like to kind of focus on celebrities and people who are high-profile, people who are affluent, people who have a lot of attention placed on them. They're they are living under a bubble. So they have a unique set of stressors and a unique set of expectations that burden them. And we see this and uh, we see it in celebrity meltdowns all of the time now, uh, you know, I mean, and that's a fortunate thing. That's a fortunate thing that all of a sudden it has become almost an in vogue thing to do to, you know, melt down and be very public about your pain. And I actually think that as far as trends go, that's a very positive trend because it means that they're allowing themselves to open up now, that they're allowing themselves to be human because there's this expectation that they're somehow superhuman and you know they don't have the same pains and struggles and all of that as all of the rest of us. And I, I spoke to a celebrity friend. Uh, actually, I speak to him uh, a lot, and he has reiterated this point uh, a number of times. And he always says, "People just don't understand that celebrities cry too." That's a heavy statement coming from a man.
1: That's a heavy statement coming from anyone. But you're from, anybody. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 from anybody,
1: but, but it's if tough.
0: You're in a society where you know men are conditioned not to cry. You got to be hard. Uh, you know. I know all about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> that's it's a, a heavy statement, and yet that is the the reality. You know, they are carrying all of this pain around, and the culture has been that they've had to keep it all inside you know uh they talk about fake news and the fake news is the perfect lives because these are people just like we are well, and
1: yeah. yes doc and and you know it's, it's funny because i think uh in the case of twitch i mean there was even a note apparently
0: yes that he left behind
1: now we don't know the details of that but but even Tyler Perry he actually did speak up and uh, while he he is a superstar and you know he's great at what he does but he did say that he had similar struggles or struggles in his life and he was contemplating uh, you know the similar you know outcome but but he kind of sustained and and made it through uh Mm -hmm. only to to realize that what what he did was the right thing and eventually he saw the better part of him you know uh, excel in life. and I think that's that's also a positive thing you know that we can talk about today you know some sometimes today in the show but but you're right the idea of being under the spotlight, Uh, Now more than ever i mean if you look a few years back i mean yes you got you know the the regular media which was simple now you have the social media now it's even more you were limited to the professionals that were actually in the business and articles and stuff and that's one thing and then you have the trends of paparazzi and then now you have the actual social media where everybody is a media person,
0: <laughs> right, I mean, right? Everybody I've is- been living in a society that is mean now. I mean, people are mean, you know, and uh, they they seem to take certain pleasure in attacking these people and breaking them down and judging them mm-hmm. unfairly, really, because they're they're having expectations of these people that are unrealistic. They're not guards. They're celebrities. They're stars. But basically, all they are is people who are doing their jobs. You know, celebrity doesn't make you a superhuman, a superhero, you know, whether you're uh, an entertainer or an athlete or you know, you're a, a top business mogul. Uh, just because you're in that position, and you're very high profile, it doesn't mean that you belong to the people. Your life is still your own.
1: Well, unfortunately, you know, some people would, you know, like really just, you know, not agree to that statement because they think because you become, you know, a celebrity, you're a public figure. And because you have such, you know, uh, you, they have the right to actually, you know, have a discussion and opinion about, what you do, where do you do it, who you do it with, whatever the case may be. And therefore, they into your business day in, day out and you have no Mm -hmm. privacy. You cannot even walk in the street. I mean, you know, you, you watch this stuff. It's like you have to you know have security around you have you know so much the pressure just planning i mean it, it's like you it's towards the end of being the president I mean at least you know the president you expect that but you know you're yeah. you're you're just an entertainer and I'm not saying just i mean that you're yes. doing that you're not in the politics world but somehow you become the same and yeah. and and people have certain they if you dress wrong forget about it if you look wrong if you're tired <laughs> what's up if, you know it doesn't matter I,
0: well, I, I mean, the thing is it is uh you can't just be tired and look tired and go about your life because people are going to look at you being tired or looking tired. And they're going to read in things and create lives that aren't really in existence. You know, they're they're going to have you doing things you didn't do or being places you didn't uh, even go or, you know, any any at any given point in time we're having a conversation and your face is doing all sorts of things. You know, you may be smiling one second, but in the transition of talking, your lips may turn down. And then all of a sudden there's a headline, their marriage (laughs) is falling apart. She's looking (laughs) you know, horribly sad. And it's just, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Well,
1: these, some of these folks are gifted to take those shots, you know, like just, it's like, it's like taking uh, this discussion and take one piece of the discussion and then highlighting that and then, everybody starts you know chiming into that but not knowing the whole you know picture they're not listening to the whole yeah. and that's really sometimes what's happening and it's happening a lot more than ever and
0: and it and it does and i mean you know it used to be that we expected uh, a certain amount of professionalism from journalism especially for from uh real live journalistic agencies as opposed to the the rag sheets we expected a certain level of Professionalism. We expected a certain uh, amount of truth in it. And I actually had the experience back in 2005. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't 2005. It was 2009, I guess. It was when Michael Jackson died. And uh, Sanjay Gupta came out immediately after he died to interview me. And then there were a string of interviews uh, after that. And interestingly enough, in those interviews, I got interviewed by some heavyweight media. And I was also interviewed by Access Hollywood, which people think of Access Hollywood as more of a puff thing as opposed to like NBC, uh, you know, World News Tonight or, or something like that. But the irony of it was, of all of the pieces that were done, the Access Hollywood piece was actually the most professional and most objective piece of journalism. And I was one of the other networks contacted me. And basically what they really wanted was for me to throw Conrad Murray up under the bus. And I could not do that. You know, I refused to do that because I wasn't there. I could render an opinion as to how propofol should have been used and such, but I could not comment on what happened in that last hour of of Michael's death. I wasn't there, I didn't see it. Um, So it started out, they contacted me, they wanted to do an interview. And my partner spoke with them and he said, yes, that's fine. You know, we're happy to do the interview. Here are the parameters. Here are the things that she won't talk about. Here are the things that she won't say. Now, initially they were sending a limo out to, to get me and, you know, blase, blase, blase. Well, after he ran down uh, what? we would not do, then they were like, well, can you catch a cab? <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, we don't need a cab. We've got a car. So we drove over to the studios to do the interview. And, you know, he again reiterated, these are the parameters uh, that, you know, we're going to uh, abide by. And he was very, very firm with it because he did not, I mean, there was a lot of pressure coming at me. And uh, you know, he didn't want me to be under that pressure. He wanted to regulate it somewhat. And most of the media had been very good uh, about that. Um, but this particular one, they, they kept trying to ask certain questions and he would say, no, we're not going to answer that. We're not going to answer that. And so, you know, we went on it with the interview. I answered questions and then they pressed you know they were really trying to get at what they want and so he shut the interview down and wow. he says okay you know we've answered as many questions you know as we're going to answer you have enough material to do a show with and you know peace out we're, we're gone well the show aired and it was so interesting the way they did it because what they did was they cut and they spliced it together so that I was saying things I had not said. You know, they changed the questions and then gave the responses. So, you know, when you're watching these things on your (laughs) television, you have to take it with a grain of salt because they say, so-and-so said such and such, and it's a big deal. And that person may not have said that, you know, in the context in which it was given. At all, may not have even been in the same conversation. And then the next thing you know, people are stoning the person to death because he said, she said, and and you know, this is a horrible person, or that person has no talent, or you know, whatever it is. And you know what your capabilities are, you know what you did, you know what you said, but these people have feelings just like all of the rest of us and they're on social media just like all of the rest of us and i remember when ariana grand was having her bout with the depression and it, part of what was taking her there was she was on the media and people were being cruel and they were saying horrible things about her and just taking pokes and pot shots at her and she sunk into a really deep funk and you know i kept thinking Ariana, get off of the social media. You know, just don't read it. But they're drawn to find out. You know what people are saying. I mean, it's part of their business, and you know, they they have a need to to know. But you know, at the same time, it does. Even though you may be able to justify and say, "Well, that's not what I did, or that's not what I said," they get very personal with the attacks, and they start to second guess themselves. Uh, and and sometimes you know they say sticks and stones may break your bones but you know words can never hurt me but words can be very very damaging. Well, they can, especially them. when you know they're 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 taking shots at you about something that may not even have anything to do with the incident. Now, you know, they see fit to uh talk about, well, you know, you're not really that cute anyway, because your eyes are too far apart. And you know, then and then they've got you in the mirror inspecting your yourself <laughs> and you know thinking, wow, you know, I'm put together all wrong. You
1: know? Well, but but that is powerful, you know, stuff that you're saying, Doc, because you know, um unfortunately there are people out there now and it's a lot easier to do, right? Where if I want to get some credits and get some follow in and get some some numbers, right? You know, it's the same mm-hmm. concept in the media, right? If it bleeds, it leads. Well, in this case, if the more you know, we we catch any phrase, anything, any picture, and we start just going you know, after it, and then you know, viral. and it goes viral, and then everybody chimes in, and next thing you know, it's a million hits on this thing, and people are like talking and they don't even know what the story is. They just, they come from a comment to another, from one comment to the other. And then everybody has an opinion about that second comment. And before you know it, the story has become, you know, literally a snowball effect. And now we have an avalanche, right? And that's right. exactly right. But now the receiving party, whoever was on, 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 on the attack mode here, or or the, the receiving piece of it, they basically are, you know, in stress mode, right? And it that okay. it does impact you. I mean, you're not in a mood you can't do things and you're right if it depends on the personality if you you want to end it that is that could be a, a trigger it could be a problem i mean that's bullying it's just in a yeah. different. it's, it's almost it, it's the same thing
0: it's an extreme level of, of bullying it, it and is. the problem with that bullying now the problem with bullying in general is that the person being bullied usually will not come forth and and tell But particularly when that person is in the media, when that person is in the limelight, there is a pressure to always look good, to not acknowledge the negative. um, Because if you acknowledge the negative, then there are going to be attacks on that as well. So, you know, you're kind of in a no win situation when that starts to happen. And They also, um, they're in a culture where they can't appear weak, so they can't reach out, or they feel like they can't reach out and seek help because then someone may realize that I'm going for you know psychiatric care, I'm speaking to a psychologist, and that I may appear weak, or if I appear frail, somebody may be moving in to try and take my job, or you know, whatever it may be. I mean, we saw that with. Wendy Williams, you know, Wendy Williams had health issues and they held her spot for, you know, a, a little bit. And then it was like, oh, bye, Wendy Williams. You know, and uh, so they they cannot appear weak or, or or frail or unpopular. And, you know, Paris Hilton, and I think someone said it before her, but, you know, she said, you know, all press is, is good press. Uh, because it does bring attention. And I think it used to be that way. But now when you get the bad press, it becomes so scathing and it's so personal. And I mean, there's that real crabs in a bucket mentality oh you're falling let's pull you down you know we're going (laughs) to eat you alive you know (laughs) you thought you were all that and you had all of that going on and i don't have it so you know you need to be down here with me
1: you know know, it's 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 amazing how we are as humans i mean you do not want that being done to you right no one wants that yet we dish it out to others that's the part that i cannot personally comprehend because you know, whoever is listening, watching right now, no one, none of us wants to actually be in, in in a position where you're being bullied or you're being, in, you know, when right. someone is really into your business and stuff. Now, some people say, well, you choose to be in the limelight, you choose to be out there, right? You choose. That's fine, you know. But but there is there's a limit, there's a boundary. There is there's yes. also you know what can be done. First of all, it depends what you do. I mean, not everybody is equal in terms of what their celebrity yeah. level is. And also, and what you know, if you're an entertainer's one thing, you're in the news, one thing. I mean, you're in politics, you know, in business, everybody's different, the angles are different, and but the discussion is almost the same, right? It's it's about like they don't look good, they don't do this, they that you know. If you have money, it's like, well, where do they get the money? Blah blah blah. If you don't have money, it's like, well, what's going on? They they they're probably do a lot of drugs.
0: Kids, right? you, exactly. know, you should be showing us your kids, you shouldn't be showing us to your kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: there there's gonna be you know, it's funny, like someone's gonna find something wrong. And yeah. and and even if there is, they'll make it up and and, and start a right. discussion.
0: And that's the part. And that's the part. They will make it up, and they will create issues uh, uh, around it. And you know, part of that is a part of show business because you know a lot of these shows, like you know, we have these uh, housewives shows, and if everybody was having just a normal, ordinary life, it would be a dull show actually most people have enough drama going on that it wouldn't necessarily be a adult show
1: <laughs> like we all we all live in a reality show everybody has yeah. their own reality TV right yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh you know i mean because things have changed societally and people need that constant stimulation in charge people aren't looking to watch this show you know we're not looking for leave it to beaver anymore people want to see the blood and the gore and the and the stress and the and the strife and maybe somehow it makes us feel better about ourselves um so you have these shows and The shows actually create drama. I had a friend that was uh, on uh, a major show, was featured on a major show, and was in a very stable marriage and, you know, had a wonderful job and everything else. And by the end of the show, they had split uh, because, you know, they they kept. Throwing pieces in. And she was like, you know what? I'm I'm really getting tired of this making me look bad. And, you know, I look like I'm insecure and I look like I'm possessive and I look like I'm a whiny brat and everything. And she's like, this doesn't make me feel good. And then now people are throwing rocks at her and saying, oh, you know, she's awful. And you know, she's like, this doesn't make me feel good. And, you know, I want to turn this around and the, you know, the show's getting great ratings with this and people are talking about her. And so the show doesn't want to turn it around because the show wants ratings. And, you know, I'm sorry if you're feeling bad about it, but, you know, it's just a show.
1: Entertainment, right? Well, well, that's the thing, but, but, you know, now you have people that take their life, you know, and, 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 you someone could be responsible i mean you don't sometimes by by you know default you're not even sure you're not even thinking that you you had anything to do with it but you did and yeah. and mm-hmm. because a comment you made because of something you did somebody just decided to end their life and that is not exactly. something first of all i don't think anyone watching, listening right now or or anybody in general would want right. to be, you know, uh, I guess uh,
0: responsible. That
1: responsible way. for a debt of anyone, and uh, and let alone doing it in that such a horrible way, because really that's like, you know, a very nasty way <laughs> to do it. And yeah. and 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 unfortunately, you know, sometimes people do have a limited limit of of patience, and uh, the stress takes over, anxiety takes over. Uh, depression takes over and the thoughts begin and i mean yes. you and i you know like you said earlier we've we actually connected through the pre you know the uh suicide prevent prevention hotline yes. and and we both were yes. on the on those shows and and you know that's how we connected but but it, this is like a real problem this is a real thing that is affecting i think anybody watching listening knows someone in their their yes. their yes. Their, yes. their you know I, either I friends family
0: statistic here
1: Oh, this! I think it's 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 super high. I mean, I you know, it is it, at is. it is
0: definitely super high. And Unfortunately, it's also super duper high in my profession.
1: <laughs> well, it is well, in every in every aspect of it. I mean, really, it's everywhere. And the teenage, you know, that's that's another you know group that's being affected the the worst. As a matter of fact, two months ago, my my kids, my 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 children had a friend, you know, that we've known, you know, who actually took his life. And it, mm-hmm. it was the saddest thing that that you know it's it's close to home, right? I've actually had you know, family members try. who did that. I have actually personally yeah. have family members who actually committed suicide. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you, it is not a you know good feeling. It's a very difficult place to be, and and you can only imagine what these people are going through before they make that judgment call and say, "Okay, I'm just going to end this," right? And you know, but I, I think we're talking a lot about you okay. know the the reason in behind and stuff. So you got the statistics. Yeah. Talk to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Here are some interesting statistics. Suicide is the 12th leading cause of death in the U S and there is a death by suicide every 11.5 minutes.
1: Wow. That is, that is amazingly a lot of
0: deaths. And unfortunately, um, The 15 to 24 year old age bracket is a a, a one that's a big hit. Um, so these are, you know, young people who are, are still in the formative years of their life, but really just beginning their lives and they check out.
1: Well, well, so, so let's talk about two things, you know, just in that light. One is you mentioned overdose earlier, right? And let's talk about that because some people may, you know, take, their life instantly and decide to end it one way or the other uh right. you know but some people do it the, the other way which is they basically get into drugs and you know other things to kind yeah, of suppress suppress whatever those Risky challenges behaviors. right mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know uh they they eventually die through heart attacks or, or overdose right and but but equally you know that is still a, just a a lengthier suicide. You know, it's a slower suicide, if you want to call it that way. Uh, Either way, it, neither of them is something that we'd like to hear about or or see, whether uh, in this liberty world or just the the regular world, right? No one wants to know someone that's going to do that to themselves, harm themselves to the point where they actually lose their life. Uh, And again, that's, that's the, the difficult part. And Religiously speaking, I mean, there's no religion that actually, you know, uh, agrees with suicide, right, as as, as a, as a right. way out. And but also no religion will, you know, will even talk about drugs and stuff, meaning, you know, as, as part of, you know, hey, it's a solution. Everybody's against yes. all these things, yet people yeah. still do these things. Right. And everybody right. has some sort of belief. Right. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, it happens where people actually are doing these things. And mm-hmm. you talked about celebrities who died, you know. Uh, through uh, committed suicide but there are celebrities as you mentioned you know we talked about Michael Jackson who that's a different story in terms of how he died and we don't know the details yet I mean there's still some stuff out there but but you know uh, with Newston uh, you know uh, Anthony Bourdain you know was, was one you know who actually committed suicide um, I mean there's so many other you know folks I mean even Elvis Presley you know the king himself he actually you know pretty much was so much drugged up, you know, that eventually it got to him. Right. And uh, it was all the stress, all the pressure. I mean, his, uh, there's a movie on Netflix that just came out on, on Elvis. I mean, it's a pretty good, you know, depiction of, of his life story. And I think that's close enough. I mean, I'm not an expert in, in his life, but I can tell you it sounded real, you know, in terms of how the story went. And uh, it's pretty sad. I mean, for someone who had that ambition and that's the other thing, these folks are all ambitious, you know, just like everybody else wants to achieve things in life. And they have really a vision to where they want to be, but to cut a short that way, right, one way or the other, it is sometimes not really what they wanted. And uh, and but what it what what does it take, you know, uh, to get them there, right? Uh, we talked about some of the pressures, right, and right. that that that's the biggest part of it, right? Everybody's pressure, you know, but people have personal There's problems. There's
0: so much pressure. There's so much stress now, you know, just your average everyday stress has been compounded so much. Uh, And, you know, particularly since we've just gone through the pandemic and it's of course ramping up again, people are on edge. You know, a lot of people didn't have good coping in the first place. And now they're just kind of at the limit. So they're, they're pushed.
1: Well the pandemic itself that's another story I mean people really had probably the worst part of you know uh, the, the pandemic was the stress piece of it and you know because people got affected financially physically you name it tragedy that everything so the outcomes were just you know bad and and the results and they're still there are a lot of statistics that are still being just in research mode right now and, and st- studies, right? Because eventually uh, we're not going to know what's the total impact of that pandemic until years to come, because this thing is just going to keep trickling in and it is affecting right. the mental status. It is affecting, you know, how people are coping with life. And again, when some, sometimes people cannot figure it out. I think that's mm-hmm. where it gets dangerous when you get to that, you know, point of no return and you just see darkness and you don't see an end uh, and we don't see like any results, no out. That's when you, you seek the end, right. And you just want to end it because you don't want to do, you want to, don't, you don't know, you don't want to deal anymore with this, whatever it is, the challenges that are coming to you. That's the difficult part. And and I think what we can do as, as people, I mean, you know, from this show and, you know, again, through the, the, the programs that are out there, there is help. I mean, I think folks should always, if you're not sure, if you feel that you're, having problems. Seek the help. You mentioned something earlier about the, I guess, the uh, the stigma of being in reaching out to like psychiatrists and psychology, you know, folks and experts, you know, especially as a celebrity can be a problem. But now with online, you don't even have to do it physically. You can do this, you know, with nobody knowing that you're actually having treatments worldwide. I mean, I have Dr. Haim, I mean, who's from Australia. He's world renowned. He helps people all over the world. I mean, he, he's doing live, you know, uh, responses to people on, on the show. He imagined that you could reach out to someone like him and, and maybe your life is, is spared, you know, or you can help someone, you know, uh, save their life. So, so folks, I mean, you know, the reaching out is, is important. Reach out to your friends, your family, you know, someone talk to somebody. Don't just let it, you know, burn inside because it's like a volcano, right? It's like, it's going to erupt somehow and then it's over.
0: Right. And, you know, so many people have a hard time reaching out and seeking help when they're in trouble. So I think that it's kind of important for people to establish someone ahead of time that they can reach out and talk to. And, you know, you know right now. Everything's merry. We're in a good mood. Uh, you know, The holidays are coming. We're feeling great. are the times actually when it makes sense to talk to people about well you know if i'm having a tough time if i'm struggling can i reach out to you or reaching out to someone else and say if you're having a hard time hurricane if you're struggling can we make a contract that we're going to call each other and and touch in and, and say hey i need to talk i need some help if people kind of make those social contracts with each other, it's giving them permission, it's giving yourself permission to broach those subjects and to bridge those gaps and to be vulnerable. Now you can't be vulnerable with with everybody. You have to pick and choose who you're going to be vulnerable with. I think that it's important as uh, one of our coping skills and one of our resources or stress management, to identify somebody that we can turn to if we get into trouble, somebody that we can trust, somebody that we can basically lean on that shoulder, put the burden down for a moment.
1: Well, doctor, I mean there are there are hotlines as well, right? Yes. You know, so if even if you don't want to talk to your immediate circles or your close friends because you don't want to share your whatever is mm-hmm. going on. You know, you have you know lines where you can call in and no one needs to know who you right. are. You don't even have right. to just state your name. There's different things you could do where they can help right. you in, in a very good way and and still and listen to you and maybe guide you and, and, yeah. okay. and assist. So so there are yeah. there are there are solutions.
0: There are counselors that no. are, are available, you know, for people who are spiritual every church has a church leader yep. that they can that they can reach out to there's i mean if you're in crisis you can walk into any emergency room anywhere in the country and say i'm having a hard time and they will connect you with resources
1: well you know doctor that's that's interesting that you said that because everybody thinks emergency room is when you have a kidney stone, for example, or something, <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a broken arm or something, Right. right. You know? God forbid an accident, but but really okay. no one thinks about it as a be- behavioral type of approach where you, if you have a mental you know, emergency that you can also go in there and they have folks to help and guide you to the right department and even admit if that needed, you know, uh, to protect you. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And so so that's something that we are not conditioned to to even know about. Right. Because that's not what we've been told. Or at least that's not what we know but you're right like at, at any level you know there's someone out there that can that can help and it's someone that's willing to listen uh, and also now that that's also the that can take us to the discussion of having uh, the right entourage right selected mm-hmm. you know having a good selected Absolutely. you know crowd because Absolutely. not everybody not everybody's got your love in the heart right and that, and that's right. unfortunate some people do love you for for you know honestly love you and some people may be there for other reasons especially when you're in that okay. level
0: yeah, play that's actually a very real thing because, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I do, I'm a concierge physician, and so I'm a private personal physician, and I'm there for my clients. And one of the things that I hear them saying when they are in these meltdowns, when things aren't going well... Um, one of the stresses they identify is that they don't know who they can trust. They don't know who's there for them and who's there for the money or the fame or the party or you know the uh, position, the title, depending on you know what your role is, you're a celebrity, politician, whatever it is, they have a, a heightened sense of there are people around me who, you know, they they slather me with attention and compliments and, and act like they're about it. And yet my gut sense is that it may not be about me at all. And who can I trust? Who, you know, who of these people? Because some of these people are even friends and family. And, you know, I mean, it's like, When it comes to money, it's amazing how families can become very dysfunctional very, very quickly. Um, So I I see just tremendous levels of of stress in people who are very successful in their fields. And then the other thing to talk about, too, is one of those stressors that they have. and, And I mean, everybody deals with this. But they deal with it to a heightened level, is the the green monster envy, jealousy. A lot of people around them will be jealous of the success and will maybe be not so supportive, or maybe be putting poison in the Kool-Aid, you know. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they have to worry about. All of those extra things now what can they do to kind of mitigate some of this stress you know as you said uh having that trustworthy entourage and even within that entourage you've got a bigger entourage because you've got security and this and that the other thing but even if you're a celebrity you need to have that inner circle yep And I remember my grandmother uh, told me, if you have five close friends, you know, five ride or die folk in a lifetime, that you know no matter what, they've got your back, you've been very successful. Well, for those who are in those high profile, high pressure positions, they need to surround themselves. With those ride or dies, so that as the folks are throwing the daggers, they've got you know, you know, like in the Roman, uh, (laughs) uh, the gladiators, they used to put up the the shields. I I know. got to have their their ride or dies putting up those shields, Shields. (laughs) keep those darts away.
1: Well, but but you're right. I mean, it's it's it is. Everybody should have you know at least one or two people in their lives that they know that they can blindly go to and not worry about, you know, anything because they're gonna get their back, right? But some people may unfortunately not have that because again, it all depends on how you let's say you went to stardom, right? And that's what you were seeking. And uh again, there's the other part, right? We don't know what that person did in their life before they get there, right? On who they stepped on. I mean, there's that, that that too. Like sometimes you can piss off people, right? Sure. That's I mean, true. you know, people uh, in in people the right, <laughs> yeah, people karma, right? I mean, people do yeah. that too. So we're we're not judging who's what we're, but the the end of the day, there's that you know part of the coin that you have to be aware of. You know, Mm -hmm. so you got to be mindful that, you know, if you step on folks, you know, on the way up, you know, that's going to be harder on the way down and they're all going to stamp the stampede on you. Right. So so that's a tough one. And it's going to be hard if you do good you know, with people and you are righteous and stuff and you make it, you know, then then, you know, keep some some of the key folks around that, you know, that they got you back when you didn't have money. And they're going to have you back now, you know? And so that's the other thing. If they really were there for you without any money, they'll be there for you with the money. And you know, maybe money can change things, but the, ch- the odds will be probably on your side. But that's just exactly. one way to look at it, right? But that's that's the balance. I mean, again, there's no magic formula here. I mean, everybody has the ability to identify some of those folks. But again, when, you know, you, you start, everybody that's going up, right, into the ranks, no matter what, at work, you know, in, in business, uh, in celebrity mode. You know, everybody, you know, th- that is today a celebrity, right? Started somewhere where they were admiring another celebrity. They had a vision and they had a dream, right? And, you know, they, like, you know, the, the 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 anthem of the World Cup this year is like, we are the dreamers, right? <laughs> right. So the song, that's a beautiful song, right? So everybody is a dreamer and, and you, do, you do work towards that dream. And many people do achieve that success. And when they get there, you know, that journey is hard. That's when they get all this influx. And then sometimes right. it's mismanaged by a lot of different reasons. And then now it takes that toll on you mentally and physically. That mm-hmm. the physical part is one thing, but the mental yes. part is, I think yes. personally, mental health wizarding. is worse. That's the, that, the yeah.
0: worst. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mental health can be worse because your That's mind's. Lead
0: to the physical. I mean, you know, unless you're hit by a car uh, or someone shoots you or something like that, um, generally our physical problems come from emotional and mental stress disease leads to disease you know disease causes inflammation inflammation causes disease so emotional mental stress is definitely more significant than physical because physical usually won't come without the emotional and mental Um, And that's, you know, that's barring fatigue, you know, because that's another factor that plays in uh, with people who are very, very successful. People who are very successful are usually very driven and they're putting a lot of time and a lot of energy into whatever uh, they're doing. I mean, you know, you and I were case in point, (laughs) Uh, but at times you can get so fatigued that things that would not normally emotionally or mentally unsettle you, you can more easily be pushed off of the wall. You're, itchy. You know?
1: <laughs> you're <Yeah>. sensitive. <laughs> exactly. Well, it is true. Exactly. It's, well, I think the, the biggest part that people don't even realize about, you know, when you're in in, in a business mode or, or celebrity, specific celebrity, and we can talk about, you know, artists and, and actors, right? Specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, those folks, I mean, sleep, is is very scarce with them because first of all, people don't realize this, but a lot of movie is shot, you know, early, you know, you know, early, you know, before sun, sunlight or or after sun because they were on and the streets also, off. yeah.
0: People also don't realize how you know they, they they see you know the the red carpets and the fancy clothes and you know the cars and the houses and everything and they're like oh that's the life you know they've got the easy life what do they have to complain about they don't understand that. Those celebrities, you know, most of us are working an eight hour, maybe a 12 hour job. A lot of times those celebrities aren't working eight or 12 hours. They may be working 16 hours or even 20 hours. They put in long days on sets. You know, people who are out touring musical acts that are out touring, they're taking stuff to take them up and taking stuff to take them down because it's just constant push and exhaustion is a, a big risk factor for tours being uh, cut short. Uh, we send IV nurses out, you know, with people who are touring, giving them what we call Myers cocktails, their vitamin bags to try and boost them back up. Uh, you know, I mean, they're under a lot of, of strain that most of us aren't. Having to to deal with, and you know, one of the things too about the whole celebrity thing, and you know, people say, well, um, you know, that's part of the job, and you know, they knew what they were getting into, but usually they don't know what they're getting into. They have a, a, a certain image of what that job looks like, but they don't have an understanding really. Of, I mean, unless they have a family member that's in it, they really don't have an understanding of, of what that really looks like. I mean, we all know that they have entourages, they have security. Um, but, you know, when you can't even kiss your wife without somebody looking at you, <laughs> it becomes uncomfortable. And I mean, I remember the whole thing when Obama... First got into office, there was this clashing that was going on between Obama and the Secret Service because they didn't want to let him have his cell phone. You know, and he was <laughs> like, "I want my cell phone," and it, it, you know, there were privacy issues that he wanted that they wouldn't compromise on. And not compromise so, for security. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the lifestyle changes in ways that you don't anticipate
1: well yeah and and again i mean uh, that's the president i mean Porter's is a whole different level but 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 for for celebrities right you know you're talking about touring folks right you know bands and so on and so forth they they just don't stop every night they're in a different city Mm -hmm. uh, or Mm -hmm. every other night they're they drive in or fly in and you know just the toll that you take on planes pressure up and down unless no sleep you know uh you you sleep sleepless hours and again we have sleep cycles right if you don't if you like that your body is not really in a good mood. <laughs> you know, your right, right, food habits right. are not there. Your nutrient, I mean, mm-hmm. you said it, you got IV nurses, right? To just give them some boost. But even that has, has a limit to where it takes you. So uh, what it can you know, do? Mo- yeah. Movies. I mean, you sign up for a contract in a movie for, you know, let's say a couple million dollars, right. You know, that's a, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a, that's a celebrity level, right. You know, I mean, they yeah, are yeah. lower They're level. They're going
0: to get know. their money's worth out of you. Exactly.
1: So, you know, you're not going to demand, you know, what, what time you're going to wake up and how you're going to do it. I've seen, exactly. listen, I was in, in the movie set with Denzel Washington. Yeah. It was like negative degree. Literally the weather was right. negative in new york right. city in a movie in the 90s yes and and he was literally in the trailer comes out you know in the cold and yes. he would sit there for a few minutes just you know warming up and then they get in the set and that scene actually was there for like three hours once more it was literally less than 10 seconds in the movie but it was yes. about a few hours in one scene right and yes he had no choice and he had to do that right and this is Danzo, right. right and you know right. and and there's we can talk about as many as, as celebrity as you know as you want yeah,
0: well, let's, let's talk- Kate Winslet when they they um, oh, they the filmed the the Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that whole scene where they were underneath the, the the bottom of the boat, and Leonardo DiCaprio was was chained oh, yeah. to the, the pole, yeah. and you know she was trying to save him, and the water was filling up and everything. What people didn't know, I mean, a that water was like ice cold because they had to create the effect of of you know the the steam coming off of their breath and the whole bit, but she actually nearly drowned. In that scene, because she got caught, uh, her I think her dress got caught or something, and so there was a struggle, you know, for her to to get out. And it, these are, are are dangerous scenes that you know people are are in, and you know a lot of preparation even goes into those scenes, you know, and and we see one scene, one moment, and that scene, that particular scene, probably took days absolutely Dave. And and, let's talk about, you know, we got a nice new movie out, Wakanda Forever. And, you know, the, uh, you know, beautiful Lupita uh, is is in it. And we see her in the underwater scene where she goes down to save Mm -hmm. Suri. And she trained for that. You know, she actually posted her training where she's on the bottom of the pool with weights, walking like a crab with these weights. She trained for weeks in order to be able to do that role. Uh,
1: thank you for bringing that up because that's the other part. A lot of these movies, I mean, uh, John Wick, right? You know, one of my favorite guys, Keanu, Reeves, yes. right? uh, you know, he, he trains months months and months you know and real weapon training i mean he's really doing the range he's doing those stunts because a lot of them are him tom cruise he does his own stunts i mean these folks really are literally put in blood and exactly and they're making it you know to get there and you know people are seeing the 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 end result right beautiful yeah but but it takes months of training and and people say well they, they they were getting paid for it right well yeah but that's okay. They get it paid for it, but it's a lot of work, which takes a toll, which means that now they're not really as, as healthy as you think. And therefore they are very vulnerable to anything. Right. And if you itch them the wrong way, <laughs> you exactly. know, that's exactly what happens. Something, you know, happens to their life. I mean, you hear these things like what the hell just happened. Right. Yeah.
0: But there exactly. are triggers.
1: There are triggers that are, you know, ahead of the game, right. Before it happens, they're triggers that sometimes you don't see them. And, you know, right. like Robin Williams was, you know one of the the most funny guys right you wouldn't have right. thought that he is he's actually going to be in in that particular predicament yet well, he made people laugh you know and you know everybody looked at him like you know what i'm going to have a great time watching him but yeah. nobody knew where the struggles Very he was going through
0: all that pain and struggle inside
1: exactly and and that's the part that you know we should be aware of is that you know folks everybody around around us you know should be you know beautiful should be happy and, and, and know that they have struggles, period, and out. we expect them to have, you know, the best life, but understand that no matter what you think, the facade that they give you in behind the scenes, there's so many things going on that they may not share with you physically or publicly, but they're going through their own time, their own, you know, whatever struggles and problems and hurdles and personal matters and, you know when you start hitting them and stuff like that, it just makes it worse. And then you could literally be causing, you know, more damage to these people. And, yeah. that, and this yeah. could be not even just can be your family members. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, even um, you know, we, we've been kind of talking about it in terms of, of celebrity stress levels, yeah. but you know, the majority of the world are not celebrities, and yet they're going through things. And one of the things that I tell people is you have no idea what the person in front of you is going through, you know, whether it's someone you're working with or a store clerk you're, you're buying from, or just someone you pass in the street, give other people grace because you don't know what they're going to. And one little thing that you do could be the push. And I, I remember um I had a, a child that had liver disease um, and he was passing and he, you know, he had a lot of pain and everything, but he, he did it all with such grace. And there was just something very special about him. And at his funeral, tons and tons of, of, of people showed up. And one of the people that showed up, and I'll I'll put this into the perspective of this was a child that was in a wheelchair, that didn't speak. And one of the people that showed up at his funeral was basically a homeless person, and she used to sit in front of the Safeway that we shopped at, and she heard that he had passed, she heard about the funeral, however she heard about it. And she showed up for the funeral and she came to me and she said, you know, God bless him. I'm so grateful for him because he saved my life. I'm going, how, you know, how how is this? And she said on the particular day that we came in, he was in a lot of pain and you know he was kind of fidgety and kind of uh, whining a little bit. and she had decided on that day that her life was not worth living and that she was going to commit suicide. And she said that when we came in, she looked at him and she knew that he was in distress because she had seen him coming in, you know for months and she knew that he was in distress and you know she could see that he was in pain. But he looked at her, and he saw her. She said, it felt like he looked right through me, and he saw me, and he saw my pain. And I looked in his eyes, and I knew that I was wrong, that if this little boy was going through everything that he was going through, and he looked at me with such love and compassion, then what right did I have to complain? You know, I'm able-bodied. She said, I'm homeless, but that's a uh, remediable situation that can be remedied. It's just a situation, and I have it within my power to make changes and do something different. He doesn't have it in his power, but yet he had compassion for me. And just... That simple thing. He couldn't speak to her, you know. He couldn't get up and go over and take her hand. But he looked at her and he saw her. And just the act of acknowledging that you see someone else's pain, or even if you don't see their pain, just acknowledging that you see them can go a long way. Because when people are in that mode that they're ready to take their lives, they feel like their life doesn't matter and you know if you can see them and acknowledge them that tells them that they still matter you know in that moment they still matter and that can be the difference between life and death that one second that you took to respect somebody to see someone well doctor you know
1: it's amazing you said that because one of the things that that we often look at is like people that have more than us but we never look at the people who have less and i think when you when you start looking at how many people around us in the world that are struggling no matter what struggles you're going through you know you will you will figure out that you know what that it's nothing's worth it because you're going to look at it that way now again we're not undermining the people that made the decision and, and take right. their lives. I mean, again, we, right. we, we can't do anything about that. But for, for those of us that are still here, you know, and, you know, there is an opportunity to, to always like whatever hits you hard in life. And, you know, we all have faced things. Uh, I, you know, I personally had my own and I'm sure you did. And, you know, you're probably going through stuff. I'm going through stuff and people are watching and listening right now. They're going through stuff. But know this, no matter what it is, so think about it. If it's financial, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to lose it all? Guess what? You can make it all. You, you started from nothing, you start can start over. again. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it, you were it, not born with it. <laughs>
1: that's right. Your health. Now, here's the thing. Health is not something you can come back with. If you destroy your health, it's over, right? So take care of your health and the rest will take care of its own. Uh, you know, those are some things that we say health is wealth, right? So... Do that. Focus on that, and and look at how many people. I mean, look in in, in you know, recently there's there's uh in in the Central Africa right now, uh there's there are people struggling because of of drought and and you know there's no food and and no water. I mean, people are dying right now. You know, you look right. at that. You know, you realize like you know how fortunate we you might be for whatever it is. You, you know, even if you're homeless right now, right you know believe it or not you know in the US that's still better than somewhere else you know in the world right and yes. and i'm not saying that is a good thing but all i'm saying is that it can get better and and always look at that next level like maybe today is a bad day but tomorrow is going to be a better day look at that next brighter day keep a positive outlook you know i mean i i was talking I mentioned yesterday uh, earlier about Tyler Perry and that's what he said in his interview right he said he was in a dark place and not tired, but we all know who he is. I mean, he's a superstar. I mean, we love him, right? And he he actually, you know, had a dark time where he realized that this is time. You know, he was he was contemplating, you know, suicide, right? And this is his coming out now after you know uh, Twitch's death, right? And he says and he says it live live to see I think. And 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 the idea was that he looked at, you know, I can have a better future and let me handle, let me just go through this. And he did now. If he had ended it, he wouldn't see the better part of him, which is today. Right. And everyone, right. you know, after darkness, there is, you know, light. Right. And so always right. remember that there is always when you are at rock bottom, there is no way but up. You know, if you keep these things, you know, and in light and, and maybe someone around you can remind you of those things, that would all be always be something. Always remember that there are less fortunate people. You know, you said it, this, right. this kid, you know, he had, he was helpless and he knew, he knew he was not doing well, but yet he had hope and he gave it to someone, right? He, at least his look, you know, his eye did that. And you can see that when you see someone that is really, really not feeling good and realize like how fortunate like, you're healthy. And if you have enough help, you know, in the day, I mean, I had I had a, a, a guest a couple of weeks back and a, beautiful, a crazy story, a beautiful story. And, and 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 one of the things he said that there was a day where he actually was sleeping with his gun, ready to end it. And then then he talked to his daughter and his daughter said, you know, you have us to think of. And that changes life. Think about the people around you. Think if it's not about you, think about it's not always about us. Right. It's about the people Mm -hmm. around us. What does that mean to the others? You know, so let's let's do that. Right. So if you think about those things and, you know, you can help yourself, you know, in, in seeing that. You know, I know it's tough there's 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 no way of us making it easy. Everybody's yeah. situation is different and we cannot yeah. really be in your mind you know if you're entertaining this but the idea and is
0: and, and the thing is um a lot of people will say, well, I don't have anybody to think about. I'm alone and nobody cares but that's not the case because as long as you're in contact with people you may not know whose life you're. Uh, affecting. I'm working with somebody right now who is working with somebody who feels like she's very much alone. Mm-hmm. And yet she's having a major impact on his life. And he's the caretaker. But she's having a major impact on his life, the things that he's learning, the way that he's growing, she's having a very positive effect on him. And so her life matters. you know. It, it, even if you don't see the positive effect that you have, each thing that we do affects the entire world. It creates a ripple and the ripple goes around the world. And you may do something here in the United States that invariably changes the life of somebody over in Africa, or in Norway, and you may never know that it happened, but it happened anyway. So your your life is important. And you may not see the importance of it. You may not see the good things that are happening because of your life, but know that they're happening.
1: And know that you will you will make an impact, positive impact, no matter what. As long as you you seek it and you do it, and you will change things, your life will you know be better. Always remember that. That's that's the rule. I mean, you have to to know that. Yeah, life is made with challenges. It is part of life. So there is we ex- If you're not having challenges, expect some. But when you get to challenges, know that they will be over how long right. we don't know but it will be over so so no just seek that next stage and and be be positive and and optimistic about it and and that way so. and that that can change the the paradigm of how you can see life and then you appreciate things again yes. you, you know think about again those folks that are less fortunate don't worry about you know all the hype because that's the thing you know you get caught in that you know just remember and and the other thing is what happened before look at you you know that's the other thing just look at you before you mm-hmm. had you had a life, you know, you know, you made it to this level, but you had another life. Could be good, could be bad, but you did. And so maybe there is something that you have to look back into it. And sometimes you, you know, some good, some bad, and then you have to figure out. But the idea is always like sometimes I always like a reset. I personally do that. Like I I'm just kind yeah. of reset
0: myself. Like resets hmm. are, are good. Resets yeah. You, are yeah I, no, matter, you know, no matter what happened in the past, be it bad, be it good, it was good because even if bad things happened to us in the past they were things that strengthened us they were things that we learned from so inevitably they shaped us and they made us who we are today and prepped us for something else that's going to happen in our future so you know there there is no waste there is no failure Everything we do has a purpose. It teaches us. It. it either is teaching us or it's giving us tools that we can teach others with. So there is no failure.
1: Well, doctor, I think, I think uh, that's, that's our <laughs> cue for, for today's show. I think that's that's pretty powerful because, I mean, you're right. It's, it's amazing when you think about it. There is no failure. Uh, it's how we see things, right? And every single everything is a learning experience. And yes. when you learning means positive that you picked something, right? So that, that what we call failure is an actual positive thing that you just learned not to do. So it's mm-hmm. all good, <laughs> you know? That's so right. you see that and know that if you lived another day, your, your life could be, that's the one degree, that's the next you know level between success and not success is just one extra step, right? One extra day, one extra minute, one extra thing, mm-hmm. right? That you do. Well, same thing here, live one more day to be, to do more, to achieve more, to contribute more. And things will change for you. If you think that way, your life can change as well. Again, you're not alone. That's the, that's the other thing. There's no one alone. You're right. Services all over the place. We have more hotlines that are available to your point everywhere that are and people yeah. are willing to help, you know, to, to do whatever it takes to assist, you know, anyone that has any thoughts about this at any level and any age, and even parents and so on and so forth. So there is no reason for someone to feel alone. They just need to know that there is help out there, and you know what, there is. And yes, uh, there's. I think uh, I forgot the number nine eight eight or Live Long or something that org. There's there's right. there's there's a few agencies, and every state has their hotline as well. So there is. Yeah. You're not you're not solo. You got thing. You got people out. You know out there that are waiting to help you uh, if you're just having challenges, and if you feel that you're at a point where you can't, you know, anymore, any longer, seek the help, and there is someone that's going to be there for you.
0: And here, i I, I like to make two calls to action. Um, The first call to action is it doesn't matter what frame of mind you are in today, right now, when this is over, go ahead and take a moment to look up that suicide hotline, the suicide prevention hotline, and stick it in your phone, because you never know what may come up that may take you to a dark place. And... Prevention is always better than having to deal with something afterwards. So just put it in your phone. And just because it's in your phone doesn't mean anything at all other than that you're prepared. And the other thing that I would like to ask you to think about is how you approach other people. And, you know, since we're talking about celebrity stress, um, in this particular episode, let's talk about how we view the people that we follow as fans. Let's try to be kind, and you know, even though yes, they did sign on the job, that isn't a license for us to to be mean or to be hateful, because. And that particular celebrity that you're picking on, as we talked about earlier in the show, um, you don't want to be that one email that was the breaking point, the straw that broke the camel's back. And the next thing you know, that celebrity's gone. And you know that you at least may have contributed to that. That's not something that you want to carry. Uh, that's not the karma. That you want to create so you know as you're thinking about your celebrity that you you adore and you know you love their music or, or their whatever you know give them those warm fuzzies and remember that they do have a, a life and while you want the attention if your favorite celebrity you know says no, you know, back off, I don't want to sign autographs, you know, I, I, I don't want the paparazzi. Don't think badly of them. They're creating boundaries for their self-protection. Give them that space. You know, they're giving a lot to you. That entertainment that they give us helps us to cope, helps us to feel better, helps us to escape and, and get away. Um, and you know, they may not be entertainers, they may be businessmen, and you know, we're looking at them and and they're creating empires and all that we may be benefiting from. Let's be grateful for that and give them grace. Motivated so, us too. Yes, yes. Be motivated. Don't, you know, I mean, a lot of people they're looking at so and so, well, he's not all that. Don't be that person. That's a negative energy that you're creating within yourself and you're throwing it at him. If he's doing something fabulous, acknowledge that it's fabulous and look and see how he did it. You breaking him down doesn't lift you up. See how he did it. Surround yourself with people who are higher up than you and learn from them and grow. Focus your energy on your self-improvement rather than their self-destruction or their destruction. And if you see that they're in self-destruction mode, by all means, care enough to try and do something about it. And you may not be in a position where you actually have liberty to go to that person and say, hey, but a smile is a positive energy that goes a long way smile is and it's, it's free a, <laughs> it's it, free. It free it's easy
1: i mean it, it's it's actually i think you you, you use less muscle than frowning <laughs> so yeah, so, so so it's a nice nice little gesture and it doesn't hurt and and again uh you know we can take listen if you're if you're a celebrity or any celebrity out there you know doing good doing bad doesn't matter they're going through controversial stuff you know and we have opinions about everything that's okay uh it's just a matter of like we don't have to cause we don't have to actually insult we don't have to actually be brutal about it we can you know give notes we can give comments that are valid and whatever we can ask questions that's all right yeah right that's fine but again let's do it in the same way that we expect it to be done to us and again that rule is, is is so 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 old and so effective if we all applied we'd be living a good life. You know, we don't have to dish out the stuff that we don't want to be dished on us, and that's the idea. So uh, yeah. that would that would be a nice little formula to use in life <laughs> yeah.
0: and instead of criticizing other you know other people, why not offer a constructive criticism? You know, if you see something that you know they may be doing wrong um and in in your opinion, then give a scenario. Well, you know, if you did this then perhaps this might be the result uh you know give a suggestion an idea they don't have to take it but at least you're putting positive energy back out there you know two negatives never make anything good you know they that's just right.
1: Don't. that's right well listen positive is powerful and i think you know uh with those comments i think you know there's plenty of positivity here today that, you know, everybody that's watching, and listening can help. I mean, we can all have a helping hand here to maybe yeah. prevent someone from getting into a dark space and a dark place and, and eventually wind up in, in in just making that bad decision. And I mean, to them, it may not be bad, but the idea, it is a bad decision because the outcome of it is not helping them or anybody in their family or surroundings. So we can all be positive, you know, I guess, messengers, you know, and help people around us. So you see something, say something. Well, if you notice something, help, you know, just do something about it. And I think we can and all. Help contribute.
0: And, and hel- help yourself. Exactly. Don't be afraid to self-love. Don't be afraid to, to self-care. And don't be afraid to reach out and say, I need, I need love. I need help. I need protection. I need to take care of myself. You're your greatest asset. You have to invest in yourself and investing in yourself. Self-care, self-love is probably the greatest part of that.
1: And doctor, I know we're coming to the end. I just wanted to add one thing. And then I know we talked about all the, the help that that's available, but you mentioned something about church earlier. I think, you know, finding your faith, no matter what it is, I think that also is going to make a difference. Cause I think sometimes it, when we go back to God, <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, you know, or I guess the power that we believe in, right, that yeah. changes the dynamics. And I think that's, yeah. that can be a whole different turnaround, turning point for everybody and anyone. Uh, and I think all religions have some sort of similarity in terms of how that applies. And therefore, they. Re- and you'll find lot of brothers and sisters in any faith to help you you know cope with these things and be better right so again yes. you have it from a cultural thing you have it from a religious end, you have it from a society end. you have a lot of help available to you uh and, and and just just don't give up on yourself just don't think that you're alone and i think life will be you know worth living and that's that's all there is
0: yes feed your body feed your mind feed your spirit it's the holidays have a happy life. You deserve it. Amen. <laughs> All right. You have been listening to Chatters That Matters. Let's talk about it. I'm Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, M.D., and this is Ishamela Amati, Hurricane H. We hope that you'll come back and join us again next week. These shows are perpetual, which means that if you happen to miss it, You can catch it again. But we do want to see you for the the next episodes. We also want to interact with you. So go to our sites, like, by all means, share. And we really do want to hear your comments on the the shows that we're sharing with you. Um, Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want more of. uh, Tell us... Whatever you want to tell us, we're happy to hear it. And if it's something interesting, we may even discuss it. All right. So it's the holidays. Everybody go out there, have wonderful holidays, share those smiles. By all means, be safe while you're out there. We love you. Come back and join us again. Hurricane, if I don't speak to you before the holidays, have amazing
1: holidays happy holidays to everyone happy holiday to you uh doctor and this was great and yes you know uh, just enjoy life enjoy the family enjoy your friends enjoy the holidays and uh you know it's 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 a joyful time so have a good one we'll talk soon